0: You're listening to Spotlight on Business on Newstalk 95.3 Michiana's News Channel. Once again, here's your host, Laura Smith. Welcome back. I so enjoy speaking with Make-A-Wish once a month and hearing all the good that they're doing, especially now that we have a brand new year upon us. Rachel Terhorse is here. She's the Advancement Officer with Make-A-Wish, Ohio, Kentucky, and Indiana. And with great uh, focus for the kids in our area here, Rachel, I, I heard that there's 108 kids that are waiting for a wish just in northern Indiana, not even the other states we mentioned. Um, that's a lot. Is that something that Make-A-Wish feels like they're going to be able to grant all of those in a, in a year, do you think? It is a lot. That is a large number, like you said.
1: And we are very, very diligent and very passionate about granting all of those as As soon as possible, Um, as a chapter, we are well on our way to grant over a 1,000, over 1,200, actually, just within our chapter. So um, while that number is constantly changing, because as we grant a wish, another one comes in, um, we are constantly working on getting that number down and getting as many wishes granted as possible.
0: That's right. And that's when and where I think this new Champions of Hope Idea is really going to make a big difference this year because Champions of Hope involves local businesses, area businesses who want to get involved, who do it as a a group effort, so to speak. So let's talk about Champions of Hope and how anyone that's listening to the program right now might, you know, head into their office uh, on Monday and say, hey, uh, I've, I would love for us to think about sponsoring a wish for a critically ill child in our area how can we get involved what would be some of the first things that you would um, make sure that they knew
1: yes and Laura you know what like we had mentioned a few moments ago when they have employees who are passionate about make a wish I think it is so important and so Um, satisfying for the company to be able to support their own employees and their passion. And I will tell you, just in northern Indiana, we have so many volunteers uh, who are local to us, who work in our local communities and serve them. And I really love the opportunity to be able to highlight even them a little bit within their own company. So this Champions of Hope gives them that opportunity and it also grants wishes. Um, Some amazing things that we have seen that have been very successful is we actually had a local company who did an entire day of volunteerism. And what they did was they split up into teams and they put together what we call celebration boxes. And basically what that is, they're only about $40, $50 a piece. And they are for children whose wishes are travel wishes. So they're going somewhere. And right before they leave... They receive this celebration box. And let me tell you, as an adult, I was a little bit jealous because they look like so much fun. <laughs> they are boxes just full of the child's favorite things and snacks and maybe travel items and hobbies and just knickknacks and fun things. And I actually went to this company to kind of see them and help them out that day. And it was, I tell you what, it was so much fun because all these adults had gotten together and were putting together basically, if you would think of like small gift packages full of fun toys for these wish kiddos. And then they knew while doing this that they were going to start the child off on their wish with the biggest smile and just kind of, it was like their send-off package. That to me is just an amazing opportunity for a company to really see and yes, feel the difference that Make-A-Wish makes for these kiddos.
0: Absolutely, and can these companies, when they decide to do something collectively like that for Champions of Hope, can they pick the child or the wish that they would like to grant, or is it just um, does uh, Make a Wish find the wish for them and give it to them?
1: So we typically try to stay local. So we work from the kiddos that are within their immediate neighborhood, um, you know, subdivisions local there. So. It does, to a degree, kind of depend on just what is available right next to them. But what we like to do is we give them quite a few options, and they can choose to do all of them or some of them. If there are ones that maybe speak to them more, um, that is an opportunity. We also have people, we just recently did a playground build where we had a company of um, workers who were more outdoorsy people who really wanted to get involved. They didn't necessarily want to go shopping and do a celebration box. So they all got together. We ordered pizzas, and we went out there, and we put up a massive playground build. And that was just as fun. It was the sweat equity that they gave. And with that one, the wish kiddo was actually able to be there. And as it was being built, was running up and down the slide and playground. And that they literally saw and felt the entire experience because they were actually able to witness the wish kiddo getting and receiving their wish. So that is another option that's a lot of fun.
0: Oh, I that sounds great. And um, there's a couple other things on the list here, how um, Champions of Hope, how companies can help. They can host a wish reveal. Tell us about that.
1: So when a kiddo um, gets their wish, sometimes it depends. Sometimes the parent chooses to um, keep the actual uh, like when it's approved, a little bit of a secret so that they can host a party and let the child know that, yes, what they wish for was officially approved and here are the dates of when it's happening. So those tend to be really exciting big parties. There's usually balloons and streamers and family and friends there, and the child comes in not necessarily knowing what's going on, and that's when they're told, yes, your wish was granted, here's what it is, here's is when it is, and kind of the details of it. Sometimes the child does know. And it is just more of a celebration, like here was your wish, here is some, um, if they're going to Disney, maybe here is a Mickey Mouse book bag or, you know, some, uh, if they're into Harry Potter, maybe it's something to do with that. And so a lot of times we try to make those wish reveal parties themed based on what the actual wish is that the child granted. And that is fun because the wish kiddo is obviously there, so companies get to see and be part of the joy of giving and being part of the wish as well.
0: Oh my goodness. I, I can only imagine the happy tears streaming down everybody's faces when you do something yes. like that. Um, how about this one on the list? Launch a cause marketing campaign. What is that? So, yes, so we do, we, we are obviously local
1: and that is one thing that we really are trying to ensure that everyone knows that sometimes when you hear make a wish You think big, national, uh, huge. And, and yes, Make-A-Wish is an amazing brand, and it is a large brand. But we are also looking to connect with companies to share the word uh, that we are local, that we are boots on the ground in the neighborhood. So we have worked with different companies as well to bring kind of a hometown community uh, awareness, if you will. Uh, And that has helped make people understand that while it is a big company, a big organization, we are still doing things very much so local. Um, And with that, one thing we really like to share is that funds that are donated local go back to uh, grant wishes of kiddos that are also local. It does not go into just a big bucket that kind of disappears. It is an immediate turnover uh, to the same community and neighborhoods.
0: I love that. I really do, because I think um, there's a a deep satisfaction, not only knowing that you're helping a child somewhere, but knowing that the child is in your own neighborhood or community, It, it takes on... Just a whole other dimension, I would imagine, for sure. Uh, It's 20. Yeah. yeah. And 2024. I mean, we're at the just at the beginning here. What else um, does Make-A-Wish set goals? Do they have like a desire to reach a certain threshold of number of wishes? Do that? Does that increase every year? Are you looking for besides the Champions of Hope? Are you looking for more volunteers on a daily basis? What would be Make-A-Wish's own wish list? Yeah, I love that. Yes,
1: we are always looking for volunteers because we are always getting more wishes. So volunteers have many different options. There are volunteers that meet with the family um, to explain more about Make-A-Wish, to assist with the application process, uh, to talk about the different types of wishes that we have. Those really connect directly with the families. We have volunteers that join the families to go on shopping sprees with the kiddos. So they meet up at a mall or at a Lego store or something, and they volunteer basically just to walk around with the kiddo that day and celebrate them and help them feel really good and excited and a little bit of a celebrity on their shopping spree. Um, We have volunteers we kind of already talked about who do the hands-on sweat equity where they are putting up things and Painting and building and creating she sheds and tree homes and things like that. Um, so, there are so many different ways that volunteers can get involved. And I will tell you, if you don't think, oh, well, maybe I can't volunteer through monetary donations, but you could volunteer with your time or with uh, if you have a certain skill, I mean, I really implore you to reach out because there are so many different opportunities for you to get involved
0: and be part of the mission. That's wonderful. And one final question, Rachel, I was wondering, can um, say a company does a champion of hope and they get their whole company involved in doing this? Can they see a list of the children in their own neighborhood that are available and their ages and their circumstances? And can they can they choose themselves or are they just allocated um, the one that make a wish uh, chooses for them? So we do
1: have to be um, we do have to be careful of the privacy of the families based on their preferences. We're very very focused on that. There are some families who are like share all my information. I want to meet everyone. I do not care. I'm excited about this. And then there are some families who choose and their preferences to maybe make this more private. So to answer your question, yes and no. I guess um, there are there is some information we can share. And then there is some information that we have been asked to keep confidential. So that will really just depend
0: on the situation and the families that we are currently granting the wishes on. Do the wishes get more expensive the older the child gets or, or no? I'm just wondering. I'm thinking of a 17-year-old that might, you know, want a, <laughs> want a trip to Paris as opposed to a trip to Disney World. Um, how is that affected?
1: So that's, that's a funny question because we have had wishes before friends. Uh, hire teenagers where, you know, they want, you know, some very, very expensive car. And there have been times where we have had to say, okay, well, let's relook at the wish and kind of see what we can do. Maybe there's a reason you're wanting this car. Maybe we have you just tour this organization or that company or something like that. So it does not necessarily fluctuate based on the child's age. A lot of it has to do with if it's a Um, travel wish if there's a large family involved because it does grant where a mom, dad, and all siblings can go or whoever the immediate family is. Um, So that is more the basis of the fluctuation. Uh, Obviously, if it is a room redo, it may not be as expensive if it's just like a bed set and and painting and things like that versus a family of five to Hawaii is obviously going to be a larger expense with all the airfare and things that go into that travel.
0: Sure. Well, I would imagine that at any age, seeing a child's wish come true, 2 or 18, um, and everything in between has to be one of the most satisfying things that anyone can do, a company, a person on their own, a volunteer. How incredibly special. Rachel Terahorse, I thank you so much for sharing about this beautiful organization. Make-A-Wish is just renowned. It's a uh, heritage like, 501c3 that people really truly believe in and um, can get behind because it's been run so beautifully all these many years. I want to remind everyone that if they need any more information on, on getting involved, on volunteering, anything we've spoken about today, they can do it easily by just texting the word MAKE, M-A-K-E, MAKE to 45364- 45364. You text the word make, and everything will come up there, the website, and you can see exactly what's going on, how to get involved, and all the information. Rachel Terhorst, for all you do as the Advancement Officer at Make-A-Wish Ohio, Kentucky, and Indiana, and in our direct community right here. We thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you so much. This was truly a pleasure to talk to you. We'll see you next time on Spotlight on Business. I'm Laura Smith. If you missed any part of today's show, log on to 95.3mnc.com and look for the Spotlight on Business podcast. Be sure to tune in again next Sunday afternoon at 4.30 for Spotlight on Business on Newstalk 95.3 Michiana's News Channel, your breaking news and weather station.